Coming up on BBP News, former President Trump appeared in a federal court in Miami this week. The May inflation report was released and it's filled with positives and negatives. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. It is a Friday news show, and today is Friday, June 16th, of course, 2023. Chris, start us off today in the normal weekend fashion, or normal Friday fashion, excuse me, with the weather headed into this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is partly cloudy, 75 with a mostly clear weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is scattered thunderstorms with a high of 102 degrees with scattered thunderstorms throughout the weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 70 degrees with a partly cloudy weekend. And in New York City, it is rainy, 80 degrees with a partly cloudy weekend. Now, this feels weird. I don't like it. Because this is the first time that we've been on a new show together in quite some time. It is, and you know what really sucks about it? What's that? I can't stop yawning. <laughs> so, like, I feel bad for the guy that's got to edit this. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of in that spot, too. I'm pretty tired. Of course, that's my own fault for staying up way too late last night. But I'm feeling good today at the same time. You know, the weather could be a little nicer. It's going to be a little, little rainy today where we're at. But overall, happy to be here. Happy to have some news to, to share with everyone, and happy to have the team back. And, you know, I'm even more happy, Nick, that I I kept my commitment. I'm going on vacation. You're going on vacation. This is a miracle in itself. It is. And you know what's really ironic is everyone else probably thinks I've been on, like, a two-month vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I promise you I wasn't. No, no vacation. <laughs> There's a lot but going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going on vacation, and it's in October. And to say I haven't already started counting down the days would be a lie. You know, I can't blame you for that. I mean, for me, my vacation is right now. You know, with my summer break from college, and I was definitely counting down the days to that when it was on its way up. So I, I don't blame you for counting it down this early. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to be going on vacation right in the middle of the semester next year, but honestly, I don't, or in the fall, I don't even care. You know what? Yeah. I because mean, just travel in the it. summer is going to be, it's like, yeah, you know, and traveling in the summer is too expensive. Yeah, no, so well, just exactly. Kind of go in the off season. Well, and the thing off that season, helps, there's less people too. The thing that helps you is the fact that you don't have to worry about, like, you know, missing class time. We're both online students. We can vacation yep. technically whenever we please. Yeah. And, you know, with work, I really can't take time off in the winter or the summer. So. Yeah. So just take it right in the middle. I either got May and April. Why did I say that? Backwards? May and no April. Idea. You know, hey, it still works. Months or months. Or September and October. I should have kept that trend going. You should have. October, September. You should have. <laughs> October, September, but, uh, you know. Yeah. So, but anyways, we got plenty of news to get Always. into. Um, as we told you Monday, he would be former President Donald Trump appeared in a Miami federal courtroom on Tuesday afternoon to be officially arraigned on the charges that he is facing in the mishandling of classified documents case. And while cell phones and cameras were not allowed in the courtroom, we can give you a pretty good look at what went down during the hearing, setting out the former president 
arrived at the courthouse just before 2 p.m., surrendering to authorities and eventually giving his fingerprints taken. It is worth noting he did not have a photo taken ahead of the hearing and that a digital photo was uploaded instead. Then it was time for the actual hearing, which began approximately at 3 p.m. As expected, former President Trump pleaded not guilty to all charges with his attorney remarking remarking that his client, quote, is most certainly pleading not guilty, unquote. And this was the most notable part of the hearing with everything wrapping up just shy of 4 p.m. That being said, there are a few other things that are worth noting about the hearing. First, and as expected, there were crowds outside the courthouse made up of people who were both pro-Trump and against Trump, as well as members of the media. However, the crowds were not separated by barriers as they were when the former president was indicted in Manhattan, and everything remained peaceful. There was one incident regarding a suspicious package, uh, which ended up closing a nearby street, but nothing came of that situation. And during the hearing, the judge referred to Trump several times as the former president rather than defendant, as it normally would be for a trial like this. And one other important piece of information is the restrictions Trump will face during the duration of this trial. Or really, it's the lack of restrictions, as Trump was not ordered to surrender his passport, nor were any limitations placed on his domestic or international travel. We don't yet have a date for his next court appearance in this case, but we will continue to update this as we know more. We read to you some of the comments and remarks floated out there by Republican leaders, and they haven't faded away quite yet. And the extent of these remarks has increased in action. What do we mean by this? Well, GOP Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio has declared that he will be blocking the confirmation of any DOJ nominees as a way to protest the indictment of former President Trump. In a statement, Senator Vance said, quote, Donald Trump is... Merely the latest victim of a Department of Justice that cares more about politics than law enforcement, end quote. He then followed up by saying, starting today, I will hold all Department of Justice nominations if Attorney General Merrick Garland wants to use these officials to harass Joe Biden's political opponents. We will grind his department to a halt. Now, there are a couple of things to be aware of with this action from the Ohio Senator. First off, the blocking of Department of Justice nominees would not include those who are nominated to be the U.S. Marshals. And secondly, Vance's action does not mean that these nominees cannot be confirmed. It will just take some more time. What normally happens for these kinds of nominations is that they will use unanimous consent as a way to speed up the process. However, because of Vance, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will have to schedule individual votes for each nominee. This will, of course, eat up floor time and would still require the nominees to have the votes to be confirmed. We are still waiting to see exactly how much of an impact this has on the Senate's work. But others have also been commenting or otherwise lacking in comment. Alina Habba, an attorney and spokesperson for the former president, said outside the courthouse on Tuesday, quote, 
the people in charge of this country do not love America. They hate Donald Trump, end quote. Meanwhile, Senate Republicans had their weekly briefing during the arraignment proceedings, and once again, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said nothing about Trump or the indictment in his remarks. Well, as expected, the May inflation report came out on Tuesday, and it had some positive signs in the U.S. economy moving forward. First and foremost, the inflation in the U.S. continues to improve with the latest inflation rate sitting at 4%. This is the best annual rate we have seen in two years, March of 2021 to be specific. However, that does not tell the whole story. So let's look at a couple of numbers. The biggest drop in prices came from energy, which came down 3.6% between May of 2022 and 2023. Food, on the other hand, increased though just by a small margin of 0.2% from a year ago. Shelter also increased by uh, 60th of a percent. Used vehicles prices rose 4.4% compared to a year ago, and transportation was up 80th of a percent. All right, so let's talk about a bit of a different measure. And this is a measure that we really haven't talked about much in the past, but that is known as core inflation, which excludes both food and energy costs. And that figure casts a bit of a shadow and a bit of a different picture uh, when it comes to the economic situation here in the U.S., as it is still holding at 5.3% compared to a year ago. And this shows that while prices have decreased significantly ever since reaching an inflation rate of 9.1% in June of last year, they are still remaining stubborn and will take some more time to come down to a comfortable level. That being said, the Federal Reserve decided to leave interest rates alone after seeing positives in both this month's jobs report and the inflation report. This is the first time that the rates have not been risen in 15 months and comes off the back of 10 consecutive rate hikes. The Fed has stated that they are not afraid to continue raising the interest rates if inflation remains sticky, but that is something that we will have to wait for to find out. Another indictment took place this week, and that was the indictment of 21-year-old Jack Tixera. If you don't remember who this is, let's quickly break it down for you. Tixera was a member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard when he was caught leaking sensitive U.S. documents online. He leaked documents pertaining to Ukraine on a Discord server for a gamers group known as Thug Shaker Central, a group that Tixera was the leader of. For some time after he was caught, it was unknown as to how he got his hands on these documents. However, it was later revealed following his arrest that he had worked as an IT specialist with extremely high clearance, giving him access to those types of documents. He was charged back in April and faces six counts of retaining and transmitting classified uh, national defense information. It was on Thursday that Teixeira was officially indicted on these charges by a grand jury where he pleaded not guilty. And the 10 page indictment goes into detail about some of the documents that were leaked online, such as 
the hacking of an unnamed U.S. company by a foreign adversary, the methods for obtaining and delivering weapons and supplies to Ukraine, and a report about Russian and Ukrainian troop movements that may have compromised classified sources and methods. Attorney General Merrick Garland says that these are just a few examples of the information that has been leaked, and that there is still much more that has not been made public due to national security reasons. Teixeira could face up to 60 years in prison if he is convicted on these crimes. Getting into rapid news, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs a bill banning transgender athletes from participating on college sports teams aligned with their gender identities. And senior government officials are racing to limit the impact of what's believed to be a global cyber attack affecting U.S. federal agencies and allies, including NATO member countries. Nick, what do you got for this Friday morning good news? All right. So for this one, this this is just kind of a really cool story. Okay. So, you know, typically... People will retire or try to retire in their 60s, 70s. Sometimes, you know, they get to retire in their 50s, yada, yada. Not this woman. So, known as the Lobster Lady of Maine, this woman by the name of Virginia is 103 years old and still catches lobsters up in Maine. She's been doing it for 95 years. She started when she was eight years old and says that she has no intent to retire. And when candidly asked about, you know, retirement and whether she ever would, she basically said, it'll have to be the moment before I die. And she just absolutely loves it. And she's been celebrated for the past couple of years now. Uh, On her 102nd birthday, a children's book was written about her. And she has gotten like massive parties. I believe it was for her 103rd birthday or one of her more recent ones. Anyway, she was given uh, earrings with lobsters on them, uh, which had jewels in them as well. And they had a massive party filled with friends, family, media like this was absolutely huge. So the the main lobster lady is still going at 103 years old. That is dedication. God bless her. Right. <laughs> like, I always say when it comes time for me to retire, I probably won't be able to retire because I want I someone that's gotta stay busy. Yeah. But that's assuming I live to be 103, first of all. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second of all, when I say when I retire, I mean like I'll get like a job at the grocery store. Sure, sure. <laughs> Not go lobster fishing every day. It, it's crazy. And you know, it's one of those things where she managed to find something that wasn't work you know she's been doing this for 95 years but it's never been work to her for her she said that it's freeing it's calming it is something that brings her mind peace and gives her just this sense of freedom so you know congrats to her for being one of the ones that could find something that that just elevates life to that much of an extent right that is the end of this Friday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and follow Nick on Clubhouse because he is live 2 p.m. every day that we upload an episode. So tune in for that. Until Monday, everybody. Sunday. Enjoy your weekend.